Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Football, energy drinks, beer, more football. Welcome to Bink at Night. Here we go, final hour, Bink at Night on the Sports Machine. 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and being heard all over the world on the on the Odyssey app, he said. Easy for me to say. Nolan Brooks producing the action tonight. 913-576-7610, that is the phone number. That's also the text line. And for those of you that texted in Mount St. Helens, I appreciate that. For those of you that texted in from the 913, this one dude, the moron machine is back. What are you, some sort of a expert on volcanoes, sir? Okay. 913, if you're so smart out there, text me what's the name of the giant volcano in Mexico City. Go ahead, I'm waiting. I believe it's called Popocatepeta. If I'm wrong about that, I'm look like a big dumbass. Anyway, we got a whole other hour of fun. 913-576-7610 is the phone number. By the way, dog, cut me a little bit of slack. I did sleep at McCarran Airport in Las Vegas. I don't even know up from down. I don't know what time it is right now. And... Again, my piece of advice, if you find yourself in a situation like myself where you're going to end up sleeping at the airport, don't dress like a bum. Wear something nice, at least like jeans and a button-up and something comfortable because the security guard's going to wake you up multiple times in the middle of the night and ask you if you belong there, which I, I guess I did. I mean, I obviously made the wrong mistake. I shouldn't have been cheap. I had like seven hours. They weren't willing to give me a discount on any of the rooms, plus in Vegas, Everybody knows about those damn resort fees. So I just wasn't willing to pay $75 or $100 when my ass could just sleep on the floor at McCarran. Again, my problem was I dressed like a bum. I didn't bring a pillow. And, like, some people are prepared for this. I didn't know this was, like, a thing. There were people that had air mattresses at the airport, which tells me that, like, I travel super light. I went to Vegas for 48 hours. Not Spirit Airlines. They don't let you bring anything anyway. I think they're going to charge me just to go to the bathroom. But I travel super light. There were people that traveled with air mattresses as if that was their plan. That wasn't my plan. My plan was not to sleep at the airport. It turned out like that. Like, I had to change my flight and everything. I ended up sleeping at the airport because I'm cheap, and I thought that was the best option. It was not the best option. And there's also a big difference when you're sleeping at the airport while we're talking about this between the the area where you're already checked in and gotten through security and that other area. Because when you've gotten through security, you're one of the chosen ones. Like... There's a light shining on you. Things are good. The bathrooms are open. There's like an actual security guard or two walking around. It's probably not so loud. Yo, anybody that's been to the Vegas airport and had to sleep there for any period of time probably knows what I'm talking about. It is so bright. There's literally slot machines playing. So forget about getting any sort of sleep. 
Just ridiculous. Anyway. And then I come to find out after Googling the next day, which I had plenty of time to do this while I was there, but I was just trying to go to sleep because my body clock was all thrown off. Because if I had my wits about me, I would have Googled, is there anywhere to sleep at an airport that's not just on the floor like a bump? And according to Google, which has always been right, it says that there's such thing as airport pods at certain major city airports, which apparently are like these little cubicle things for people that are exactly in my situation. Some of them say they have a shower. Some of them say they got a personal bathroom. Yo, some of these places sound like better living than a college dorm. Anyway, so for that guy that called me the moron machine, maybe that's why. I, my body clock's thrown off a little bit. 913-576-7610. That's the phone number. You can text us as well. Nolan Brooks pushing the buttons. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. We're taking you up until 9 o'clock right here on Bink at Night, 610 Sports Radio. I don't know what you're doing tonight, but I know what I have something to look forward to. My girlfriend texted me right when I got on the air. She goes, hey, babe, you want to watch a movie tonight? And I figured, tis the season. I'd be down to watch any Christmas movie from now until Christmas. Because Christmas movies generally, outside of the season, aren't that good. Like, if you're watching Elf in July, why aren't you watching Born on the Fourth of July? Like, I feel like movies have, you're supposed to watch in like a certain, I, I don't I don't watch football movies during baseball season. I like watching football. I'm the same way with video games. Like, I used to play Madden during football season, NBA Jam during basketball season, Ken Griffey Jr. baseball during baseball. And maybe there's a little bit of crossover, but typically there's not. Where the hell was I going with that? 913-576-80T kicks in. 913-576-7610. You can dial us up. You can also text us at the same phone number. We're talking about the Kansas City Chiefs, the strength of this football team. What's the matter with Patrick Mahomes? Are they back on track? There's a lot of different angles to talk about the Chiefs. But I choose to look at everybody else. Remember when George Costanza was like, it's not me, it's you? (laughs) Whatever he said. It kind of feels like that right now with the Chiefs and the rest of the field. Like when the Chiefs played San Francisco in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. San Francisco didn't exactly come out of nowhere. Now, they weren't a great team the year before or anything like that, but they did have high expectations. They did make a move for a quarterback. They did have a great running game and defense, and the head coach was in year two or three at that point. Like There were some expectations for San Francisco. Now, they overachieved, but you could tell on the way to that Super Bowl that they were a very formidable opponent. It's not like the Chiefs were a huge favorite. Plenty of people were taking San Francisco. Hell, San Francisco was winning 90% of that football game. That was a legitimate, really good NFL team. And I want to say they beat Green Bay, was it? And then NFC Championship game, whoever it was, that was another, what I would quantify as a really good to great team. 12, 13 win team. There's probably another one or two of those that I can't remember in the NFC that year. In the NFC, I'm sorry, moving over to the AFC, it was kind of the same thing. You were on the back end of the whole Patriots deal. Buffalo wasn't really a thing yet, but there were still like the Tennessees of the world, and that's still when the Houston Texans were winning 12 games a year and winning their division. Pittsburgh was still good. My point is this. The field the last couple of years for the Chiefs to get to a Super Bowl has been very difficult to navigate through. The field this year is crap. It's hot garbage. I mean... If I ask you right now, 913-576-7610, you're in Kansas City, you're probably a Chiefs fan, you're listening to this show, 
So you don't need to tell me that you think they're the best team. But do you think they're a great team? Do you think they're even as good as they were last year? Or the year before that? Or hell, the year before that? Now, maybe they can get there. Maybe part of this five-game winning streak is going to end in a 10- or 11-game winning streak. They're going to have home field advantage in the bye and all those different things. And we're going to look back and say, yes, this was the best of all the teams. Maybe. But right now, you're crazy if you think that. Even the way they've been playing. Even how good the defense has been because the offense has not necessarily looked like we thought they were going to. But sometimes in football and in life, it's not really about you. It's about everybody else. It's about the field. Let me give you an analogy. You're going in for a job. You don't think you're the most qualified for the job. You want to be an exterminator. All you know is that bugs suck and you want to kill them, but you've never done anything. Well, if only like three people apply for the job, you have a pretty good chance of getting it. If only one person applies for the job, then almost certainly you're going to get it. And it kind of feels like the Chiefs have put themselves in a situation where, yeah, maybe they're not great. Yeah, maybe they're not even as good as they were the last couple of years. But it's process of elimination, kind of like I was telling you with the exterminator job. If there's not that many out there, then you're going to end up that number one seed. How many other great teams are out there in the AFC? How many real competitors are there for the Chiefs throne in the AFC? 913-576-7610. Because my answer, y'all aren't going to like it. You're going to say, oh, what a homer and all that stuff. It's zero. There are zero really good to great teams in the AFC right now besides the Chiefs. Do I think the Chiefs are a really good to great team? Closer to really good. Who are you going to tell me is a really good to great team? The Patriots? The 9-4 and four Patriots? That at one point were 3-4 and four and have a rookie quarterback out there? I'm not saying they suck. Don't, I'm not saying Bill Belichick should win Coach of the Year and Mac Jones Rookie of the Year. And that they could be trouble. Don't get it twisted. I'm just saying, is that a great football team? Does anybody really think the Patriots are a great football team? We can move down to the AFC North. How about the Ravens? I get it that they've got Lamar Jackson. And that they've been there, done that with John Harbaugh. He's got the ring. And they beat the Chiefs earlier this year. If you're driving around right now, be honest with yourself. Do they scare you at all? Baltimore Ravens, neutral field versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Once the playoffs roll around, and I know it's not going to be on a neutral field, but for the sake of this conversation, what's your blood pressure at? Mine's chilling, man. I'm fine. Tennessee, 8-4, and four, if they even make the playoffs. The Colts, 7-6, and six, if they even make the playoffs. The Bengals, 7-5, and five, if they even make the playoffs. The Chargers, 7-5. and five. The Bills, 7-5. and five. If we agree that the Chiefs are a really good football team in the AFC, maybe you think they're great. Fine. Is there any other team that's even close to their level? The answer is no. Not right now. Coming up next, we're going to talk about sports right here on 610 Sports Radio. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is usually when I get hungry, Nolan, with like 45 minutes left in the show. That's Nolan Brooks on the buttons. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. And everybody's texting in about Buffalo. They're supposed to be the best team in the AFC, or at least the closest competitor to the Chiefs' AFC throne. I tend to agree with that, although, hell, they're in danger of missing the playoffs. What are they right now? Seven and five? So... Not looking great for the Buffalo Bills. Their schedule gets a little bit easier, although when I think Buffalo and I think food, what's that place out in Parkville? Owls? Owls? Wings? Mm, that sounds phenomenal, although I'm probably going to end up with like some Mac D's if we're being honest with ourselves. Uh, I should probably tell you guys this. Uh, I retired, not from radio, but from the game of basketball, officially. My career's over with. Um, yeah, I... I the last few years, like I was trying to get back in shape a little bit. My jump shot feel pretty good and all that. Not that anybody cares. And then my homie wanted me to play on his team last night because they only had four guys. And I knew it sounded like a terrible idea because this is like an actual game. It's one thing to play one-on-one at the end of the block where I can be like, hey, timeout, you know, or I can call like, you know, a 20 in a game of three-on-three or something or just bow out or pretend like my ankles hurt or something. But this was real responsibility because I was on actual team. Like, this is that, like, anybody that plays down at Kemper or whatever they call it now, at the Hy-Vee Arena. So I'm at Hy-Vee Arena running up and down, and, yo, I thought I was going to have a stroke right then and there on the court. The way that they played is there's only one timeout per half, and nobody even, like, knew my name except for the guy that I came with, and I called our first timeout five minutes into the game. We were running up and down the court. I was like, timeout. Well, first I fouled a dude. Twice I fouled a dude just to stop the play. And then the problem was that I had two fouls in the first five minutes and looked like I was going to foul out. So I'm officially done. I Physically, I can't do it anymore. But it was fun because we tipped off at like 9.30. So we're up at 
Hy-Vee, Kemper Arena. I'm, I'm always going to call it Kemper Arena. To me, it's like sandstone. Keep name, keep name changing if you want to, but I'm going to keep calling it what I called it. So I'm out there at Kemper Arena, and I'm thinking, like, they're shutting off the lights and everything, and we're the last game going on. And we're, like, kind of a boys, like, in, in the locker room or whatever. And I'm kind of thinking to myself, getting nostalgic, like, this is kind of dope. If you think about it, there's been a lot of stuff happen inside that building. 913-576-7610. What's the favorite event you ever saw inside of Kemper Arena? I mean, I saw concerts there. I saw the first concert I ever saw was with my sister because it was her birthday, so don't clown on me. We saw Debbie Gibson, and it was awesome. I used to go see the Comets. You guys remember? I'm not talking about the Comets now. I'm talking about like the real original Comets. I'm talking about Gino Schiraldi. Am I talking to myself here? 913-576-7610. Kia? Y'all remember Kia? And the big flame would shoot across the sky? Or the rafters? Uh, Speaking of the rafters, that's where we lost the great Owen Hart? That happened inside of Kemper Arena? It was just weird. Being in a place, you're like, damn, a lot of stuff's happened there. Uh, Kevin Durant? Dropped 37 points there against my Jayhawks and lost because Mario Chalmers hit a big shot in that game. Not the shot, but a big shot. So, anyway, it was pretty dope being up there last night. Speaking of Mario Chalmers and my Jayhawks, all is right in the world tomorrow when KU and MU get back together on the basketball court. I was bitching a little bit earlier saying, how has it taken so long? How is there not a city official or an important booster or a mayor or a governor in the last handful of years, hasn't said, come on, kids, let's just get to the table and let's figure this thing out. Now, ultimately, they got it taken care of, and hopefully it will be a rivalry that doesn't go away for a long time. Because if you think about it, if you're either on either side of this thing, KU football fan, well, if you're a KU football fan, I apologize, KU basketball fan, MU football fan, MU basketball fan, whatever, there's that moment that you're thinking of right now when I say, KU versus MU sports. And there's like 10 of them. None of them are wrong. If you ask me and you're like, all right, Sean, what's your, what if I say KU and MU are getting back together, whether it's at Faro or at Memorial or Mizzou, whatever they call that place or fog Allen, what, what's what memories, what games come to mind? Obviously it's all the crimson and blue side for me, right? It's a Thomas Robinson block. It's racing to Meyer. At Arrowhead Stadium. But look, I understand that MU, they've had their moment in the sun too when it comes to this particular matchup. In my opinion, the greatest college basketball team ever that didn't win a national championship was that Paul Pierce, Rafe LaFriend, Jacques Vaughn, Jared Allen, who am I forgetting? Paul Pierce. Duh. Starting five team. Absolutely stacked. Lost one game. In the tournament, got knocked out by Arizona. Everybody knows that. Lost one game in the regular season in overtime to Missouri. See, I can give credit where credit is due. How about, and this this is almost like it was a figment of my imagination because I was in college when this happened. Like everything lined up absolutely perfect. Let me take you guys back to the 2007-2008 football season where the Missouri Tigers were coming in with a number two ranking next to them nationally. How's that sound, MU football fans? Ranked second in the country. 
at Arrowhead versus the Kansas Jayhawks football team that was ranked, wait for it, number three in the country. Like, what? Did that really happen? Somebody come slap me in the face or shake me or do both. Did that really happen? Did KU and MU really play at a football stadium that they filled up, that they could have filled up twice as full and had a classic matchup, two versus three? By the way, West Virginia was number one. They already lost earlier in the day. That game was on Sunday Night Football. Brent Musburger, you are now looking live at Arrowhead Stadium with number two MU versus number three Kansas. What? Like that happened. And then we just let it go. How did that happen? 913-576-7610. Shame on the people that let that happen for real, but at least... At least we got it back. I plan on coming on, talking a lot of smack and saying, yeah, MU's going to get their asses kicked and KU's going to win the game by 25. And Christian Bryant, I don't even have to do that because I don't even think the most faithful Missouri Tigers fans based on, I want to say how up and down their season's been, but it's been more down. It's very difficult to overcome a few things in life. Like, let's say that you got a girlfriend and she says, baby, how do I look in this dress? And you say fat. Well, okay, game over. Like, you're, you're an idiot. If you play basketball in the state of Missouri and you're the University of Missouri and you lose to the University of Missouri, Kansas City, you just called your girl fat, man. Like, it's going to be too difficult to overcome that one. I'm sorry. So it's one of those things where no matter what happens the rest of the season, people are going to keep pointing to that and talk about Conzo's job and where they are in the SEC and if they're going to win and all these different things. There's a lot more problems than there are solutions. It feels like maybe last year, the year before, would have been a perfect time to renew this rivalry from the MU side of things, right? Michael Porter Jr. or top 25 rankings going to the NCAA tournament. Now, I just looked at the line. I don't need to come on here and tell you that KU is going to kick their ass and win by 25 because if they do, that's what Vegas tells me they're supposed to win by. The Jacks are favored by 23 and a half points to win tomorrow afternoon at Allen Fieldhouse. So, I, in a weird way, I don't think I'm going to bet it, and I actually hope the game is a little closer than that. Just for old time's sake, you know, but it's probably not going to be. Nolan Brooks in the sports machine. we got a half hour left. We're talking Chiefs the rest of the way right here on Bink at Night. It is 610 Sports Radio. What's good with you? Thank you for starting off your weekend with us here on 610 Sports Radio. 610sports.com and all of the world on the Odyssey app. Nolan Brooks pushing the buttons. I am the sports machine, Sean Levine. I am at the mic for another half hour, and then I'm going home, and I'm watching either Jerry Maguire or I'm watching The Princess Bride. Those are my choices. My girl was like, hey, we can watch either one of these movies tonight. I was thinking, why don't we watch a Christmas movie? If you don't want to do that, that's fine. How come you want to watch? When did Jerry Maguire come out? That movie has to be both. Both those movies have to be at least 25 years old. Hell, I don't know how old The Princess Bride is. That thing might be 40 years old. Billy Crystal's in that movie, and he's, like, kind of young. Anyway, maybe we'll watch both, baby. Sounds like a hell of a Friday night to me. Go home, turn on the fire, curl up with your lady, make sure the dogs are fed, of course, and watch a double feature of Jerry Maguire and Princess Bride. What the hell is this? 1994? Anyway, Chiefs have a big game coming up on Sunday against the Raiders. The Raiders are, I want to say they're raidering 
but it almost doesn't feel right because I'm not a bully, right? Like the definition of a bully is they pick on somebody when they're down or when they're smaller than them. And the Raiders at this point are both, right? I choose to punch up, right? I want to fight in a bigger weight class. So if I'm the Chiefs, I'm picking on the Buccaneers, right? I'm picking on those type of teams. With the Raiders, it it's almost, I can't believe I'm saying this, it's almost pathetically sad what's happened to them this season where they got out to a good, if you watched at the beginning of the year, my guy Bruce Buffer did his whole thing and they lit that flame and the stadium was finally full of people and they got off to the hot start and Derek Carr was having a career year and all signs pointed toward the Raiders like being a good thing. John Gruden was maybe got his groove back and and then all of a sudden, a couple of months ago, turns out John Gruden's kind of a jag bag, fired, leaves $70 million on the table, coaching search, trust issues. I mean, when there's something, when, when there's a coaching change in the middle of the season that the general manager or ownership didn't want to make but were forced to, then you're screwed. I can't imagine there's been a situation in the history of sports where that worked out well. Maybe sometimes they decided to switch the coach because it wasn't working out, but they weren't going to change anything. They had to change it. And then, of course, the stuff happened with Henry Ruggs. And again, like I'd like to make fun, but there's nothing to make fun of. That's just a horribly tragic situation for him, for the girl, for everybody. Just sad. And then the whole, um, what was his name, Arnett, or not whatever his name is, waving around the gun, getting cut. Like The Raiders are a sinking ship as much as one could possibly be. They've taken on water, and that thing is going down, and it's going to go down quick, and it's going to go down at Arrowhead at noon. I don't know why this line is not bigger. I understand that typically NFL lines don't hit the double digits unless it's like a Jacksonville Jaguars versus Tampa Bay Bucks in Tampa. Tampa's on a nine-game winning streak. All right, well, we're going to make them a 20-point favorite because they're going to win that game by three touchdowns. It usually doesn't happen. This should be one of those games. This is one of those arrow-pointing games where all the arrows for the Chiefs are pointing up. They've won five games in a row. They just had their bye a couple of weeks ago. They're playing a division opponent. They're playing at the crib. Their offense at some point is going to start to click. Their defense has played like the best in the league the last month and a half. There's a lot of reasons to look at the Chiefs and say, yeah, that's a good thing. And then you look at the Raiders and you go, well, Derek Carr is throwing a bunch of interceptions. They're not able to run the football. They can't stop the run. They give up 42 out of the last four weeks. Like, it is just not a good situation for them. Even when they win, they win by the skin of their teeth. So I'm surprised the line's not a little bit bigger. Right now, the Chiefs are a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 48. It's going to be tricky, though, if you try to parlay this one because if you try to lay the nine-and-a-half and then also play the unders, assuming the Chiefs are going to roll in this game and the defense is going to show up, you're going to box yourself in. So I'm not telling you which way to bet, one way or the other. But I am saying if I was to bet on it, I would have no problem laying that nine and a half. All right, speaking of the odds, at the beginning of the year, there were two teams that were the two Super Bowl favorites, and they were the two teams that played last year in the Super Bowl. Big surprise. Tampa and Kansas City. At the beginning of the year, Tampa was hovering right around 6-1. to one. The Chiefs were right around 6-1 to one to win the Super Bowl this season. And then as the season's gone along, Tampa's gone nowhere. Their numbers stayed about there. They've been the NFC favorite. Pretty much the entire way. The Chiefs at one point had longer odds to win the Super Bowl than the Tennessee Titans. And that was just a month and a half ago. 
Now you look up. The Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the two teams that Las Vegas tells you has the best odds win the Super Bowl, and the numbers are the exact same they were at the beginning of the year. I say exact same, I lie. They're very close. Tampa was 6-1 to at the beginning of the year. Now they're plus 550. The Chiefs were 6-1 to at the beginning of the year. Now they're 6.5-1. If you're curious, here's how the rest of Vegas thinks the teams actually have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Green Bay, right behind the Chiefs at 7.5-1. to The Arizona Cardinals, 8-1. to The New England Patriots, 8-1. to So Vegas is kind of starting to fall in love with what's old again. Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. Not that the NFL is actually pulling strings like a puppet, but if they were, what do you think would be the perfect Super Bowl for the NFL this year? It obviously involves Tom Brady. Like, you can say, well, they'd like to see Kyler Murray get there. Kyler Murray's going to get to plenty of these things. He's like 14 years old. Dude just has bar mitzvah. He's fine. They're going to go to a lot of these things. What about Aaron Rodgers? You think they want that guy? That COVID pariah, that guy? No, not now, not this year. Maybe last year, maybe next year, but not right now. In the NFC, it's very obvious. They want their boy Tom Brady to get back. Maybe right off into the sunset after this one. Probably not, but maybe. It's been that way for a long time. The Brady rules, the Jordan rules, whatever you want to call them. The NFL loves that guy, and they should. On the other side, though, would they like Brady to be facing... Patrick Mahomes, part D, a rematch of the Super Bowl last year. Now, it wasn't a very exciting Super Bowl, especially if you're a Chiefs fan. If the Chiefs get back, i just as well assume a different team be there, you know. But is that what the league would like to see? The old gun versus the young gun, Patrick Mahomes? Or would they prefer the Patriots versus Tom Brady? I think the league had it their way. That's what they'd want to see. Only because it felt like for a long time, people got really sick of the Patriots. The same way they do with any good team. Especially a good and not that exciting team. Think about the San Antonio Spurs. Or think about like, um, trying like a, uh, trying to think of a college football team that's really good but not that exciting, but that doesn't really happen. Anyway, my point is that you get sick of them. Once there's that much winning, and... I think everybody got sick of the Patriots. This isn't just coming from a Chiefs fan's perspective. We were over it. We were over Tom Brady. We were over Bill Belichick. We were over all those games at Gillette Stadium in the cold and Adam Vinatieri and Teddy Teddy Bruschi and Willie McGinnis and Mike Vrabel. And t- all, all these names. We, people were over it. It just lasted too long. They were too good. They were too dominant. And people moved on to the Chiefs. And then it feels like for the last few years, the Chiefs kind of turned into that team where anybody not listening right now in Kansas City is probably like, oh, yeah, they're fun to watch. But Patrick Mahomes in every commercial. And, you know, there's reasons to be over the Chiefs if you're not born and bred a Chiefs fan like you might be if you're listening right now on 610 Sports Radio, like myself. But it feels like people are back to the Patriots right now. Like, yeah, they got sick of them for a while. Because they had been winning every single year, and we saw them in the playoffs, and we wanted something new. Then we got something new. It was the Chiefs. It kind of feels like right now, the public is over the Chiefs. Maybe I'm wrong, because I'm in this Kansas City bubble, because I work here at 610 Sports Radio, because I go to games at Arrowhead. I'm in the locker room, so I'm wrapped up in this whole thing. So everywhere I go, it's love for the Chiefs. But it feels like nationally, 
people would once again rather see the Patriots than the Chiefs, which is kind of nuts to me. Hasn't been that long. Thought we were over the Patriots. Buffalo has the six best odds to win the Super Bowl, 11 to 1, followed by teams that I'll read it to you. Just because it's sports talk radio, you're driving around. If I'm talking Super Bowl, you're probably wondering, okay, if I'm going to put down a couple of bucks, would there be a team that I can lay down five bucks and win 50 or lay down five and win 100? You know, I only have a couple of bucks in the bank account, but I want it to pay off. I hate to tell you the answer is no. So you got Buffalo at 11 to 1, and then all the rest of these teams, you're wasting your money. These teams, I'm sorry. These teams can't win the Super Bowl. The Dallas Cowboys cannot win the Super Bowl. The Los Angeles Rams cannot win the Super Bowl. By the way, both those teams are 13 to 1. The Baltimore Ravens cannot win the Super Bowl. I'm going to keep going. The Tennessee Titans, 25 to 1. Cannot win the Super Bowl. Can't do it. Not going to do it. Wouldn't be prudent. Let me tell you why. I'm not that smart, but I know this. Once the playoffs roll around in the NFL, unless they change it between now and then, which they might, it's a single elimination tournament which means the buy is of utmost importance, especially only because one team gets one now. So it's cool to play at home and everything. Home field advantage, weather, sleep in your own bed. You know it's better than that? Not playing at all, getting that buy. So first off, that's what the Chiefs have to do. Focus on getting the number one overall seed. Right now, they're the four, but there's still a handful of games left. So that doesn't really come into play here for a couple of weeks. But once the playoffs roll around, whether you get that buy whether you're at the crib, whether you got to go on the road, whatever your path is, if you win that first game, great. But if you lose the next one, you're done. This is not like a baseball series or an NBA series. That's the end of the road. So it doesn't matter how good you are when you're at your best, like the Chargers, who at points this season looked like one of the best teams in football, or the Tennessee Titans, who at one point, just a couple of weeks ago, had the best record in the NFL, or the Dallas Cowboys, who had a seven-game winning streak. None of that matters. You know why? Because they can't beat good teams three times in a row, or at least two times in a row if you get that body, get to the Super Bowl. There's only a handful of teams that can do that. Those are the teams that have the best odds right now. If I told you that January rolls around, the weather, I assume at some point, gets cold, and that the Chiefs, home field advantage or otherwise, I think ultimately they'll end up with the one seed. They win two or three games, and they get back to another Super Bowl. Nobody's going to be shocked here or outside of Kansas City. If I said the same thing about Tampa Bay, that's not going to surprise anybody. If Green Bay gets there, nobody's going to be shocked. If Arizona gets there, they got the best record in the NFL. If New England gets there, nobody's going to be that surprised. All of those football teams that I just said, and we'll throw Buffalo in there just for the sake of this conversation. All those teams, one, two, three, four, five, six, half a dozen that I just named, the reason those teams can get to and win a Super Bowl is because those teams, no matter what the weather is, no matter if it's home or road or the style of play, can beat good teams three times in a row. Now, I get it. You haven't really seen the Chiefs do that. I get it. You can point to these teams and say, well, Buffalo hasn't exactly beat good teams three times in a row this year too often. Facts. You're right. What What you're looking at is absolutely true. But they can. At some point, I think that they're going to be the team. Maybe it'll be in their final five games this year. Maybe it'll be a little playoff run. But a team like that is built to win two or three games versus good teams in the playoffs. 
But teams like the Dallas Cowboys, teams like the Baltimore Ravens, teams like the Los Angeles Rams, teams like the Tennessee Titans, the Colts, the Bengals, the 49ers, the Browns, fool's gold. No chance. I know we still got six weeks left, but there's only six teams that can win the Super Bowl for being real. Final segment coming up next, Bink at Night. Nolan Brooks on the buttons. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. And this is 610 Sports Radio. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Wrap things up here, 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and being heard all over the world on the Odyssey app. Nolan Brooks pushing the buttons for the first time on his own. Not bad. I'd give him a, well, if he doesn't make this music a little bit softer, his number's going to go down. There we go, that a boy. He still went from like a nine to an eight, but it's not bad. An eight's not bad, man. His name is Nolan Brooks. I am the sports machine, Sean Levine. We're getting out of here in a minute. In for Bink at night, 610 Sports Radio, like I said. Uh, tomorrow, you can catch my new show. It's called Tapped Out on the BetQL Network. So if you're a fight fan, you're going to want to catch that. Me and my guy, Brandon, down in Miami. We got you covered on the BetQL Network. So you can hear it on 1660. If you have the Odyssey app, you can see it there. If you have Twitch, it's Twitch backslash BetQL. You can see us there. Uh, Apple all that crap you can see uh, get the get the podcast and all that so looking forward to it it's called tapped out tomorrow night we're going to break down the Dustin Poirier and Charles Oliveira fight as well as every other fight on the entire card it worked out really well also because they said do you want to talk fighting and gambling Sean and I said uh, yes please 
And then they said we're going to start it on maybe what is the best card of the year. I mean, Cody Garbrandt's on there. Amanda Nunez is on there. Dominic Cruz is on there. Sugar Sean. The Sugar Show comes back. I mean, it's just a loaded, loaded card. So uh, catch our preview tomorrow from 4 to 6 on the BetQL Network. All right, that's it for my public shame. Uh, Now, I think that wrapping this thing up, talking about the Chiefs defense is probably the best thing to do because the Chiefs defense has really come a long way this year. I would just say this. If last year I saw a sample size where the Chiefs went from 15th in the league at defense to 10th in the league to by the end of the year, they were a top five defense. And then this year, their defense was, you know, pretty good again, then I'd be able to come to a pretty good conclusion. That's a big enough sample size for me. I've seen most of this year. I saw all last year, and I can tell you that the defense is, you know, pretty good. I know that's not the best breakdown. I know that's not the most specific, but if you say, does the Chiefs defense suck? My answer would be no. If you say, is the Chiefs defense great? My answer would be no. If you said, are they sufficient? Are they okay? Are they average? My answer would be, yeah. Yeah, they are. 913-576-7610. If I ask you right now, how good is this Chiefs defense? I think the answers are going to be all over the board. I think there are going to be some people, probably outsiders, that say they're a fraud, they're a fake, they're a mirage. They've been playing good for a handful of weeks, but this and that. The Raiders were already a sinking ship, and Green Bay had a backup quarterback, and the Giants are part of this five-game winning streak. Look, I can't argue with that stuff. That's true. That's fine. And then I think you're going to get the total opposite end of the spectrum, where people go, well, hold on. Dallas is one of the highest-scoring offenses in the league. The Chiefs gave up nine. The next week against the Broncos, a very capable offense, the Chiefs gave up nine. The week before that, they gave up 14 to a Raiders team. The week before that, they gave up seven. You add up those numbers over a month, I don't make these things up. The internet tells me, so it's got to be true. The last month and a half, the Chiefs have been one of, if not the best defense in the entire NFL. So if during the same calendar season, where it's not that long, even though they added a 17th week, it's not like baseball, where it's 162 games, where each individual game doesn't mean that much, or the NBA, where it's a year-long schedule. Like it's a, the, Each game, each quarter, each play means a ton in the NFL. It feels like for the Chiefs and the defense, it's incredibly difficult to pin them down right now. You look at the first half of the season, and you could really make an argument that the Chiefs' defense was as bad as Patrick Mahomes' defense the first year he was a full-time starting quarterback. You guys remember that one, right? They get to the AFC Championship game. They're just scoring at will like they had all year. But damn it, that defense can't stop anybody. And overtime comes, and eventually the defense costs them, and they don't go to a Super Bowl. I genuinely believe that the Chiefs would we'd be talking about going to their fourth straight Super Bowl had that defense just been a little bit better. So they completely revamp everything. New players, new coordinators, draft players, Frank Clark, Tyra, all these different moves that they made. And then you could look at the entire season and say the defense got better. Go by the ranking. However you want to judge them. Points allowed, yards allowed, yards after, whatever it is. Passing yards allowed, rushing yards, whatever the category is that you like the most. Total yards. The Chiefs' defense, you could say a couple of years ago, they were pretty good. You could even say last year at times, they were pretty good. This year, you can't really say they're pretty good. They're either bad or they're great. 
which is weird. Because if you average out bad and you average out great, you got pretty good. But if you look up and down the Chiefs this year, there hasn't been a lot of just okay defense. There have been one or the other. They've either been the team at the beginning of the year that was giving up 30 points to the Browns and 30-plus points to the Chargers and 30-plus points to the Ravens and 30-plus points to the Bills. And then all of a sudden they become this team that's not giving up touchdowns at all. Yo, with a real stem Sadie, please stand up because you're giving me anxiety. Because for my teams, what I like going into the playoffs is consistency and it's a known commodity. Those are some big words right there. Consistently, I guess they have been consistent on both sides of the ball now that I think about it the last month and a half. The offense has been consistently aight and the defense has been consistently great. I'd feel a whole lot better. And I think the Chiefs' entire goal even more so than probably getting the number one seed and getting that by because we know that as long as they get some form of home field advantage that they're fine. They need to get their balance back. Winning games is great, right? Winning games on the defensive side is great. But when's the last time a team won the Super Bowl based solely on their defense? It used to happen. Remember the Baltimore Ravens? Remember the, like the Giants with Michael Strahan and OCU Manuel? Like those teams won because of their defense. It, it really doesn't happen anymore. But your defense has to be good enough. And frankly, I think that as this season goes along, the last five, six games of the regular season and then the playoffs, there's a pretty good chance the defense comes back to earth. They start giving up 21, 28, 30, 35 games. I could see that happening. But here's the good news. I think the offense, and I'm talking about starting noon Saturday at Arrowhead against the Raiders, is going to put up 40s on the regular. They're going to start to look like that offense that we've fallen in love with the last few years. The sample size is just too big. Patrick Mahomes is just too good, and so is Andy Reid for me to tell you otherwise. I know that they've won five games in a row, but it's had absolutely nothing to do with their offense. I'm here to tell you right now on Bank at Night. And I don't have any concrete evidence I can point to and say, see, they were almost there. They almost did this. Basically, blind faith tells me that this Chiefs offense is going to get right. And if this Chiefs offense gets right, and they start putting up 35s and 40 spots from this point until and through the playoffs, and the defense looks anything like this, anything close to this. Because over the last month and a half, it's not like they've been good or great. They've been the best in the NFL. If the next five or six weeks, the offense comes around, the defense plays anything like this, then the Chiefs are going to enter the postseason with a double-digit game winning streak. They're going to roll through the playoffs or we're going to have another parade. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm saying it could. I'm telling you there's a chance, Nolan. Good job on the buttons tonight, buddy. That's Nolan Brooks. Thanks to everybody that called in. Thanks to all the people that texted. Thanks to Binkley for letting me take his microphone tonight. Uh, Listen to me tomorrow. You can actually see me on the BetQL network from 4 to 6. Tapped out. We're talking about UFC 229. Follow me on Twitter, at Sean Levine KC. That's it for me tonight. I'll talk to you, uh, I don't know, whenever I talk to you next, right here on 610 Sports Radio. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.